It's been an episode since I screwed up pronunciation on names as I'm about to do on this one. Because good old Chris wants to do another fucking foreign film. Because we're talking movies, we're talking El Conde, starring Jamie Vidal, Gloria Munchmeyer, and Alfredo Castro. Written by Guillermo Calderon and Pablo Loret, who also directed. Chris... There's nothing more gruesome than seeing a man fall in love. It is said that when one samples the succulent muscle of a still palpitating heart, it's hard to go back to being a normal person. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of How'd You Like That Movie? Uh, we are recording uh, this episode without our producer, so if it's awful, uh, that's what happens when you let your producer have a vacation. Uh, we are going to be talking about the 2023 film El Conda, or The Count. Uh, one, two, three, ah, 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 ah. And Scott, I believe they call them international films now, not foreign films. But anyway, take it away. As if he tried to be politically fucking correct. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So before I get into it, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my crystal ball again, and I'm oh. gonna take a guess, and I'm gonna say that I'm seeing this being nominated for some Academy Awards. That is, I mean, that's if it gets in, right? Because uh, for the international category. Each country will submit their films, and then I think the shortlist comes out, what, mid-December, and we'll go from there. But, yeah, if I, I mean, I can't expect Chile not submitting this film. I mean, I'm not well-versed in Chilean uh, film uh, film releases. Uh, this does have it is, is it's on Netflix. It's a pretty big director. So, yeah, I would say that this will be their submission. So, so in terms of that, I'm just going to say this. If you're going to do Dracula's version of Arrested Development, fucking make it good. Like, this movie was a fucking slog to, to for me to watch. Like, I was bored. And halfway through this film, it doesn't even follow its own rules. So it's pretty much just making up shit as far as it goes. So if you're going to establish it's a vampire movie and there's certain vampire rules... You got to keep those fucking rules going the whole time. All right, like which ones? Which vampire rules uh, did they break that they set? Because okay. so how ahead. did uh, how did the main character become a vampire? Uh well, I mean, do we want it? That's kind of a like that. Tips well, you can just, you don't have to say who the parents. Sure, are, sure, sure, but, sure, sure. But you can say how. How did he become a vampire? Well, in this, basically, uh, his mom got bit. He didn't get bit. Uh, And she was raped by a vampire, correct? Yeah, but the biting was the, I think, the, the, the biting and the raping together made the vampire. Right. So she was a vampire. He got, she, oh, or sorry, she was normal human, got impregnated by a vampire, and then got bit. Yeah. Okay. He has five kids. How the fuck are they not vampires? Because well, the wife wasn't a vampire. Neither was the fucking mom before she had him. But she, he bit her. I think it had to be the two things at the same time. 
The biting is still what turns you into a vampire. You know what I mean? He had five kids. How are they not vampires? Because the wife was not a vampire. Right, and neither was the mom. He bit her while he was raping her. No, he bit her after. You sure about that part? Yeah, because then she came back. All right, I'll leave that. I'll leave that one with you. Okay, so it broke some vampire rules. Otherwise, what else? You 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 found it a slog. You didn't enjoy this film. Yeah, that's the thing. It was it was very like um, it brought melodrama in for no apparent reason. Like, why the fuck have the butler with his whole subplot, and so, that goes nowhere. Okay, so this is a hundred and ten minute film. So roughly just under two hours you cannot just have a single plot you need a b storyline in order to i mean i would argue there's almost there almost is three story lines right there's his storyline mm. that counts the butler and then the kids shenanigans and the try. are the nuns but i would say the nuns are almost like part of that that that, that c storyline right because the nun gets brought there on behest of the kids for the purpose of, and this isn't spoiler, this happens right away, to, you know, kill kill uh, Pinochet. Uh, and then, I mean, yeah, their nuns have their own kind of thing going on, but I think there's you could still constitute that as part of that C storyline. Um, but you need those storylines. Otherwise, I mean, basically, it's just like Pinochet is, a, is Dracula. Well, it's not Dracula. He's a vampire. He's doing some stuff. Movie ends, right? Like, there's no... There, there's no there's no substance to the movie and well i mean the substance would be 30 minutes long right so mm-hmm. uh the melodrama is brought in to create a story otherwise there's not really much of a story there right right but what i'm saying is um like with the butler's subplot mm-hmm. there's really no there's no point for it because he's ends his subplot ends where technically it begins like there's no like journey towards it, right? But they it's only a subplot. It, it doesn't. It doesn't require a full like narrative arc. You know what I mean? Like it's just there. It's just there for something to happen. I'm, and again, I don't want to give away too much about the film, but I mean the the butler does play an intricate role in making you think one thing for a period of the movie as well, right? You know what I mean? I guess you can say yeah. Like. um, I'll say the cinematography in the in this movie is great. Like it, it was, it was somewhat captivating here. But just I don't remember what other movie we fucking did. But I had the same issue with it with this one, and and it was in terms of the score, because like the score was unrelenting. Like it had like it went through the whole time. Like there was never any pause. It's fucking music in the background all the fucking time right so it didn't so the score doesn't really add to i would say like to the story or anything or to the narrative or or to the picture it's just like seems like it's just there for no fucking like but the unrelenting score doesn't that create like unresolved tension so it gives you a sense of tension throughout the film regardless of what's happening not for me did it for you uh i mean i i didn't i i thought this movie was super great i was as you know i was just at blood in the snow uh which was a, is a genre festival and i was like oh my god have you guys seen the Conda? like you've got to watch this film this movie is fantastic it's super fun it reminded me actually i'll use my quote and then i'll uh i'll kind of get into like how it made me feel 
So Nick Shader from The Daily Beast, the film plays like a cross between a horror movie, Succession, and The Death of Stalin, with its characters' uh, immortality, self-interest, and ruthlessness only matched by their idiocy. Uh, or idiocy. And I was like, absolutely. This, this film made me feel like, uh, like a Wes Anderson film, and we actually just talked about this because we just did Asteroid City. If you haven't seen our listen, seen or listened to our episode on Asteroid City, go jet, check that out. Um, when Wes Anderson was still doing stuff like Life Aquatic or Roland, Ro, uh, Royal Tannenbaums, where there was like a kooky story, but there was a narrative story there. Now it's very like self-gratifying. He kind of is in his uh, David Lynch phase of just like, I'm going to put shit on, on screen. This is how I felt about this film is that it has this kooky elements, amazing cinematography, this crazy story uh, that Pinochet, who is the obviously the dictator, like 17 year dictator of Chile. I mean, depending on who you're talking to, they'll say that he's a dictator. Others will say like he was the president. He moved back and forth between those roles. Uh, the reality though, is that he is a vampire from like what the French revolution times. Yeah. And there is also, I love the tur- the twist at the end that I, I'm not even going to touch on, but like this idea that some of these politicians <laughs> through our lives are actually just like the undead roaming the earth. And I, I, I thought it was very well shot. I thought it was kooky. I thought it was fun. Um, it is a really interesting take on a very serious subject matter. Um, the director, Pablo Lorraine, He's like, I mean, he's multiple Oscar-nominated director, Spencer, Jackie, Neruda, which is obviously he's Chilean. Uh, did you ever watch a film called Crystal Fairy and the Ma- the Magical Cactus with John uh, or, or, uh, Sierra there? What's his name there from Superbad? Michael, Michael Sierra? Um, Cena or it's Sierra? Or, I, don't, I don't know how to say his last name. Sarah, man. Yeah. Um, you ever see that one? No, I don't. Not that that name does not sound okay so it's a crazy when i saw that that was the same director i'm like oh okay i get where he gets his offbeatness from so crystal fairy and the magical cactus uh sierra plays like a total prick sort of like what is it the end of the world or whatever what's the one where it's like all of them at the end of the world there's like uh all the character people from super bad are in it do you know what film i'm talking about yeah isn't it uh the seth rogan yeah, yeah, yeah. Times? whatever yeah that film so in that film they he plays off character by playing kind of a prick he also does so in crystal fairy and the magical cactus he basically oh, plays this like is a... the end sorry sorry this is the end yeah 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 uh in crystal fairy and the magical cactus he basically plays like an american who's down in chile to find this like psychotropic cactus and so he's doing like coke and he's, he's just being a like a douchebag american and it's fantastic it's so fun and again i love seeing him play against character um but the same director also did uh another film called el club he basically does a lot of stuff about chile or the dictatorship that that existed there so Mm -hmm. this was like a i mean i i'd love to know how i i didn't there's like not a ton of english information on this film I'd love to know how well it did back in his home country because sort of like when we did the film about the Argentinian dictatorship and the junta, the military junta there, these films 
evoke a lot of emotion because for some people, these were tyrants and for others, they were like their people, right? They were the ones that kept the country stable or enriched you or whatever. Like my, I, my notes for Pinochet are that, uh, so he was in power for 17 years. He may have executed anywhere between 1,200 and 3,200 people. He interned 80,000 people and tortured thousands, right? And the guy still lived to be 91, died in 2006. He was under house arrest at the time. But like, just like this movie points out, like embezzling money, torturing people, and even the droll way that like the nun basically does exposition for the audience, right? Like, oh, you guys did this. Oh, you gave this uh, this company, the state-owned company to your son or whatever. It was just such a clever way to talk about this piece of history. And again, it's beautifully shot, crazy acting. Like, oh, it was so good. I, 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 I've thoroughly enjoyed this film. Okay, that makes, again, one of us. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just... Do you get just, my whole Wes Anderson statement, though? Like, it, you... it is. Well, that's the thing. Like, if... Like like I said, like to me, this was the Dracula version of Arrested Development. Like literally, all they needed was like, or you know, any which kind of, actually like, has sitcom. like Michael Sierra, Michael Sierra in it in Arrested yeah. Development. So if you would have thrown him in here, boom, and caca caca caca. All right, because he had the imbecile children. You know, he had the one that you know was super like dumb, the mama boy. Uh, like you had pretty much each one related to who I identified with arrested development. But yeah, like all you needed was like the single shot, like them fucking documentary, like the office talking about what the fuck just happened. Like when they're talking about the financial numbers, they could have just cut to the guy talking to the camera and just been like, yeah, I, I didn't do anything to that company. And I sold it for $6 million. Right. And I don't know like what the big fruit in Chile is, uh, because they could have had that as a banana stand. Yeah, like who knows? But yeah, I just thought it was like I don't know. I just thought it was boring. Um would you have liked it if it was shorter, like 90 minutes? Like did you feel it had a yeah, pace? I don't know. Maybe? Like, I think like if you got to that like the third act. You know, once everything like is starting to unwind, like or resolve itself, like I started to enjoy, right? Like when you brought in that, um, you know, when they brought in that surprise person, yes. right? Like, and that's like the when you thing. Find when out I, who the narrator is? Yeah, like, but when I saw the person like flying, right? At first, I thought it was his wife right because yeah. it was black and white they looked similar in terms of their hairstyles and everything like that uh and then i'm like oh so maybe the butler did bite her but um bitten by the butler <laughs> but yeah but then it just gets like you know but before that it's just like okay you know here like when they introduce the nun right it's like you know she's super devote whatever but you, she just wants to fuck the vampire like you can tell that right from the beginning that she just wants to get fucked by the vampire right and then when that happens you're just that, like oh. is it okay and is it just me or and, and i'm not even a huge like vampire horror person 
the way that vampire sex and stuff is always shown is super erotic. Like when she's like on top of them and just like the way they shoot her, like mm. she's it's like pornographic, man. Yeah, but and I guess like the fact that she's a eight. nun, the fact that she's a nun, that makes it all almost more pornographic, right? So well, because she was wearing the outfit. Yeah, the white outfit. And she's wearing the white one, the white, white, the white yeah. uh habit. But yeah, man, I that was the thing. I thought like I don't know if this like I, I don't know the history of the dictator and stuff like that so all these like little nods like i'm assuming like if you are chilean like you get more because even doing the research here it's like oh there's nods to dracula blade and interview with the vampire, vampire. but i'm like i don't see it anywhere like unless interview with the vampires when they're in the french revolution like during those times, mm. but I'm like, I, I definitely don't know. don't know about the blade. Like that's interesting. Like, yeah, unless maybe the because they're daywalkers. Because that's the other thing. Like they break a lot of like vampire rules, which I think is fine. Like vampires are not real, so you can have them do what you want. But like they cruise around in the day. Like they mm. have no issue with being around in the sunlight. Yeah, like there are certain scenes, like like anything. There are certain scenes that I thought were good and like funny but and i just think it it seemed like it was trying to be one thing and then all of a sudden at the end they're like fuck it we're just reversing this to to be something else right because like him like which isn't a spoiler because it's in the the trailer but him constantly going to the capital to see when they're gonna put up his bust um and then it's never there and he just like stands in between where he thinks it should be <laughs> like that shit i thought was funny right like but yeah like the ending like that was super um what's the word what's the word like hit the kid going down this the slide technically like you know him being reborn kind of thing yeah yeah yeah. that i was Actually, like yeah, that's, the, the, that, the, that was a little too on the nose right yeah for me i thought this was boring uh I don't think it's worth the time to watch it. And, and I am a little sad about it because when I saw this trailer, like I put this on my watch list, I was looking forward to looking at it. But I think it was one of those cases where the fucking trailer is better than the movie. Wow, that's uh, that's uh, that's some harsh criticism. I mean, as I've already said, I like I'm actually going to go watch a bunch of hit uh, Pablo Lorraine stuff that I haven't seen. I have seen Spencer. I have seen Jackie. Uh, I've seen Crystal Fairy and the Magical Cactus. Um, but I mean, he wrote, so he worked with uh, his writer, Gilmero Caldron on El Club and Neruda. His cinematographer, Edward Lockman. So some of the stuff I'm going to mention is just because I think it's cool that this guy made these films. They're not necessarily cinematic masterpieces, but this is the same cinematographer as The Lords of Flatbush which if you uh, know a little guy named uh, Sylvester Stallone or Henry Winkler, really, that you got to go back and see that film. Desperately Seeking Susan, probably the, whether, unless you consider Evita her best movie, the best time Madonna's ever been in a film because she basically just plays herself. She also sort of just plays herself in Evita, kind of a narcissistic fucking singer. Um, one of your favorite movies, Less Than Zero, which is super grimy. I love that film. 
Uh, and then she he worked with Coppola, Sofia Coppola, on The Virgin Suicides. Uh, he also is the cinematographer behind The Limey and Aaron Brockovich. And then he's worked with Todd Haynes. Uh, and I just watched, what is it, uh, September, December or whatever by Todd Haynes. Um, he got his he got cinematography uh, nominations for Far From Heaven and Carol. So he is a fantastic cinematographer. First time working with Lorraine. Um, but Jamie Vidal, the actor that plays Augusto Pinochet, was in mm -hmm. Postmortem, which no, uh, no, and El Club and Neruda. Uh, Alfa, Alfredo, sorry, Alfredo Castro, no relation to Castro Castro, who played the uh, butler. He was also in Neruda, El Club, no, Postmortem, Tony Monero and Fuga. Uh, a sidebar, so I definitely want to watch his film, Tony Monero. So, the film against this is the same director uh, is about like a 50 some hundred year old man in 1978 that falls in love with the character John Travolta plays in Saturday Night Fever. And like, that's just the like, the like summary. I'm like, oh my God, like, so does he like start dressing like him? Like, I definitely want to go check out that, that film. That sounds super fun. You're like, that's my Saturday night. Yeah. I'm probably gonna do yeah. that like right after you, this. You're like, you know, you know what's gonna make this better? There's only one thing left to do. What's that? Damn. Strut. Strut. That's the end of staying alive, man. That's true. That's true. That's true. Like strut, and then he just starts fucking strutting New York. So, uh, so just the this film premiered at Venice. That's actually how I came across it. I was looking at uh, some of the major festivals and just seeing what like what films had done well. Uh, it. Uh, premiered there and won the golden Osella for best screenplay. So, I mean, uh, I thought it was well put together. I think it's very arty. I think if that's your style, I think if you do like Wes Anderson and you're looking for an international film that has Wes Anderson sensibilities, I think you'll really like it. I think it was really well acted. Um, again, I don't know if you could really say much more about this film. Uh, other than yeah, like it's a it's like a like an art house international version of Wes Anderson with uh, with a vampire, and on on the topic of vampires, there's um what is it? It seems like vampires are having a bit of a resurgence right now because there's also that what a uh, humanitarian vampire seeks suicidal person. Uh, they have interview as a vampire as a TV show now on mm -hmm. is it Peacock or on Amazon? Um, AMC. Is it AMC? Uh, yeah, it just feels like vampires are maybe coming back into style. I, I don't know. I don't. Did they ever leave style? I mean, they're always they're they're kind of always there, right? Like, I think the one thing about vampires is because they, they can re represent so many things, right? They can be erotic. They can just be the immortal aspect. Uh, in this situation, basically, like the blood sucking, like literally sucking the life out of a nation, like that symbolism or that like Pinochet as a person, but also as a vampire, as an allegory is, is, is like I said, it's, it's a really great use of symbolism. Okay. So I got a question for you. Sure. So when this, if this does well, knowing At the Oscars, yeah, yeah. Knowing most things it, it's getting remade U S style. Oh, who's right? playing Pinochet? Who's who? Who who is it? Like what? What's the U.S. Because they did like. Oh, I like, hate when they Abraham, do that too. They yeah, did man. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter already. Like, who's it going to be? 
Well, considering, well, I mean, I can't remember who played Abraham Lincoln in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, I mean, he did play Lincoln. Mm -hmm. I mean, but he's retired, supposedly. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, as as an American... I don't know. Would right. you go to De Niro or? Um... No, no. I'm just saying who's the because poli- technically it's gonna instead of oh who's like, the politician? It, it, who's yeah, the politician? so it's 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 gonna be like a president. Well, it wouldn't be Lincoln. Could... It wouldn't be Lincoln. It could be Nixon. No, no. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, it could Trump. be it. It could be Bush, like Bush Senior. Uh, but fucking Trump, like. Yes, it could be Trump, but like Trump is was not successful at anything. I think it would have to be someone from deeper in America, the United States, uh, historical past. Like, like I said, I think I think Nixon would be uh, someone that would be on the Reg. Oh fuck, no, it'd be Reagan. It would be fucking Reagan. It would be the same who was in power with Pinochet. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know how I miss Reagan there. Okay, that, there you go. That's our trivia for the day there. Uh, and just before we leave, it has a 82% uh, from the critics, 67 from the audience. And I do wonder how much of that is people were sort of like you. You were like, oh, cool, like vampire movie on Netflix. What the fuck did I just watch? You know what I mean? Like I said, man, to me, a lot of like, yeah, it didn't seem like they kept their own rules going. And uh, it's just... Um, it just it was just a slog right like at what point like if you're presenting this as a fucking movie about a vampire who wants to commit suicide who wants to die and at no point you're actually watching him actually want to die it's just like a big trick you're like what's the point of this what was the point and that is our wrap for the day please like and subscribe to this podcast tell your friends if you want to get a hold of us, reach us at the www.howdyoulikethatmovie.com. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't say Clinton. Man. And then I've been Clinton and the whole Epstein thing you could have brought in, and that's where the island came from. I mean, if you think about it, like, I think most American presidents could probably suit. I mean, you could go really off base and go Obama, right? Throw that in there, or Jimmy Carter. Um, uh, and what? Oh, who's the one that just died? Didn't one of them just died at a hundred years old? Uh, yeah, wasn't that um, the one that did Habitat for Humanity and stuff like that? Yeah, isn't that Carter? Isn't that Jimmy Carter? No, it was wife, but I think it was. Um... His wife just passed, but I think an actual president just died. Anyway, when you say, what's the point uh, for a vampire movie, what's the point? Production by Rod Shaver, Vader Monkey Productions.